Welcome to the Live Well Podcast. I'm your host, Liv, a naturopathic doctor, mentor, energy healer, Akashic reader, intuitive, energetic business mentor, and honestly, so much more. I help you heal on a physical and emotional level so that you can feel delicious in your health, body, relationships, career, and bank account. This show is for those of you who are looking to go beyond the basic wellness stuff, cut out the BS, and really create a life you love. We talk about health, trauma healing, energetics, feminine energy, wealth, and magnetism so that you can live a life that feels delicious. In these episodes, we will have an honest conversation without the fluffy bullshit. You walk away with all of the insights, tools, and tips to truly live your best life, mind, body, and soul. If you are looking to live well, you are in the right place. For ways to work with me, visit keepupwithlive.com and follow me on Instagram at keepupwithlive for more. And with that, let's get into the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited because today we are diving into gut health and emotions, gut health and how to heal, how to basically heal your gut, all of the things. We're going into the physical stuff, the emotional, the energetic, and as always, there's no fluff. We're getting straight to the point. And I know so many people struggle, there we go, struggle with gut health when it comes to either bloating, IBS, IBD, diarrhea, constipation, just leaky gut in general, poor digestion. So we are going to be diving into all of that, which is really exciting. And as you're listening to this, Glow Level 1, it's also open. So this is the group option for working on your gut health. And then we also have one-on-one where we can work on that. But let's go ahead and dive in. Let's start with talking about the physical components of healing your gut. So there's, there's physical, emotional, and energetic. And the physical components to healing your gut should always be done first. And it kind of like rules everything out. Now, normally when people come to me, yes, we work on the physical, but it's combined the physical with the emotional and the energetic. So physically we're going to run through inflammation, blood sugar, cortisol, medications, diet, and alcohol. So first off is inflammation. If your body is inflamed, you are likely to feel bloated. You are likely to be in pain. You are likely to not have the gut health that you want. And that's because the gut health lining is inflamed. And this is something called leaky gut. So leaky gut happens when the tight junctions of your gut kind of separate a little, which we don't want. And we want to be tight like Red Rover. If you ever played Red Rover when you were little, you want them to be nice and tight. You don't want them to separate. Problem is, is that when we ingest a lot of things that make those tight junctions separate, then the food particles that get into those gaps, that get into those open spaces that are not supposed to be there, cause inflammation. And that's where your symptoms come from. Now, I know you're going to be thinking, Liv, okay, what separates these tight junctions? Because I want to make sure my tight junctions are tight like Red Rover. Those are things like gluten, refined or processed sugar, inflammatory oils like canola oil, sunflower oil, the vegetable oils that are in a lot of like oat milks and processed, I'm going to say quote unquote, healthy foods. Um, A lot of healthy marketing hides a lot of poor oils in their foods um, to kind of distract you from that. So just be really aware of that. Other things that are going to be damaging to your gut lining cause inflammation, lots of antibiotic use. So this can even be if you were on lots of antibiotics when you were little, or if you're on lots of antibiotics now, taking lots of non-steroidal anti-inflammatories or NSAIDs, 
like Advil, ibuprofen, Tylenol, all of these things, they disrupt the, the gut lining. And they do that because they inhibit the enzyme called cyclooxygenase. And so when you use this a lot, it inhibits it from doing its important job, which is protecting your stomach lining. So if you're taking this all the time for like headaches, you're taking it for PMS, like I don't even keep aspirin or Tylenol or Advil like in my home, right? If you're using this on a regular basis, it is a gut irritant and it is going to cause damage. I was just always going for a natural alternative for a pain relief. I haven't had to use like an NSAID in years. Ginger works great, but also you want to get to the root cause of the inflammation, honestly, if you're experiencing any kind of pain and inflammation. So just know that like it affects your gut permeability and it might be affecting your gut health symptoms. And as we know, like antibiotics, if you don't know, I feel like it's pretty self-explanatory, but antibiotics kill the good bacteria in your gut. So the things that are keeping your gut good, the antibiotics wipe everything out. They wipe bad things out, but they wipe up the good with it too. So if you're not making efforts to really restore that balance, then your gut health is going to, to suffer. And hopefully you're not on antibiotics long-term. If you are, like, let's look at like why you need to be on antibiotics or why like things keep happening or you keep getting sick. Um, that's making you want to be on antibiotics or making you like go to the doctor and then prescribe them because antibiotics are very over prescribed and not only do you become resistant to them, but like it destroys your gut and your gut's connected to so many things. So it's really like, yes, antibiotics can save lives in certain instances, but they are very over prescribed. And then let's also touch on alcohol. So alcohol is a gut irritant. It, even if you are someone who drinks like small amounts of alcohol, alcohol is still a gut irritant. Even the healthiest people, alcohol is still a gut irritant, as well as suppressing hormones that protect against inflammation and gut permeability. So when you drink alcohol, you are destroying the things that protect your gut lining, that protect you from inflammation and protect you from not having leaky gut. So this is something to really be aware of if you choose to drink, you know, looking at your alcohol consumption, looking at your gut health and being like, all right, like where maybe do I cut back? Do I even need alcohol, right? Um, and I love that there's like a movement right now towards like more sober curiosity and just more people like drinking less or just quitting drinking and just realizing it doesn't make them feel good. Not only like the hangover the next day, but like it's not good for their mental health or for their gut health and everything like that. So just know no matter who you are, if you drink alcohol, it is to some degree going to irritate your gut. And then if you're adding on things like maybe you're drinking alcohol, you're taking NSAIDs, maybe you've had some antibiotic use, maybe you're eating gluten, like you're doing all these things. It's like a layer upon layer upon layer that's all contributing to poor gut health. So the more we can kind of peel back these layers and eliminate them, the better gut health you're going to have. So it's really about thinking about all these factors I've talked about so far and how you can lessen them or hopefully eliminate them, fingers crossed, so that they're not something that's going to be damaging to your health. Right, super important. Now, let's dive into the next thing, which is hormone imbalances. So hormone imbalances like estrogen, progesterone, thyroid hormones, testosterone, cortisol, all of these things have been linked to intestinal damage or that leaky gut. Again, leaky gut is those tight junctions coming loose. When they come loose, it is not good. It leads to chronic inflammation of the gut lining and makes it more pure, uh, I was gonna say periable. Permeable. There we go. There's the word. Um, 
And this can also explain, like, if you've done everything I've mentioned, maybe so far physically, but you haven't looked at hormones, the next step would be to looking at your hormones and making sure that your estrogen and progesterone are kind of like in check. Um, and that's something that we can definitely work on um, in your, yeah, when we are, when we're in glow level one, just to make sure your hormones are really like top notch. Because if you're, hormones aren't being eliminated properly that can also cause gut health issues and then poor gut health also causes your hormones not be excreted properly so let's for example take constipation one of the most effective ways that we eliminate hormones we don't need anymore especially estrogen is through our poop if you are not pooping properly or regularly and most people think going once a day is enough mm, i would say like you need to go in two to three log shaped like a snake, like I have a whole episode of what your poop says about your health. Definitely go listen to that one, but you should be going like more than once per day. And it should be like a log milk chocolate form. Like listen to that episode. I go into it there, but if you're not pooping properly, you are not eliminating hormones, which means you are reabsorbing because your poop is sitting in you. So you're reabsorbing all of that shitty estrogen that you shouldn't be reabsorbing. That's messing with your hormones, but it's also messing with your gut which is then making your constipation worse. So it's like, yes, your constipation causes you to reabsorb more hormones, but reabsorbing more hormones damages your gut lining, which then makes your constipation and or gut health worse. So you got to get stuck in this vicious cycle. And that's why it's so important to always approach gut health with all these different factors that I'm going to be talking about today. And I know it can be a lot. I'm kind of here just educating you. And then if you're like, Liv, this is too much for me to think about, definitely come to me and we'll heal your gut health. So the next thing I want to mention are the blood sugar imbalanced blood sugar guys <laughs> if we are not eating for our blood sugar let's start hop into healthier you hop into the one which technically includes healthier you but it also does the emotional work but if all you can start with is balancing your blood sugar and eating right then hop into healthier you because in when your blood sugar skyrockets due to excessive carbohydrate intake insulin resistance basically any kind of sugar spikes insulin. Insulin is not only a fat storage hormone, but too much insulin in your bloodstream is going to mess up your hormones. We already know the danger of hormones in our gut, but it also leads to insulin resistance. Now, when you are insulin resistant, you make compounds called AGEs or advanced glycolation end products. That is not good. That Those products or the number of AGEs skyrockets and goes up. When you have too much AGEs, and you might have heard about this on my stories, not only do you get wrinkles, so not only is all this like oat milk lattes giving you wrinkles, but it's also destroying your gut because it increases the permeability of your gut when these AGEs are high. These are little free radicals that age the body more rapidly than it should, meaning if you are insulin resistant or you're not eating for your blood sugar, you're aging your body more rapidly, you're causing more wrinkles, and you are permeating your gut, which is leading to gut health symptoms. And as we know, gut health is also tied to mental health, which I will dive into next. But like that is kind of like the run of the show. So as we know, gut health is also tied to mental health. So I am so excited that Glow Level One is now open. Okay, this is so powerful because I have combined well-nourished and goddess activation into one program. 
Not only are all the hours of juicy video content in there, along with the tappings, the reprogramming tracks, the recordings, everything you need, but also all the hours of live healing calls, which means that you have over 12 hours of live trauma healing calls with me where we release all the emotional stuff that is holding you back. Plus there's time for Q and A and you get a one-on-one session with me where we build you your own personalized treatment plan based on what's going on for you. There's also a Telegram group where you can ask me anything in between sessions that is related to health, wealth, self-love, relationships, body, everything. This kind of access to me is going to be a game changer. I have never done a group program that has been this powerful and potent before. We cover everything from gut health, perfectionism, people-pleasing, PMS, fertility, hormones, anxiety, acne, eczema, you name it, it's covered. And we go to do the deep emotional work that's causing your physical symptoms, but also the deep emotional work that is causing a lack of self-love. And a lack of self-love not only shows up in your health, but also shows up in your lack of boundaries, your people-pleasing, your magnetism, and your ability to feel and receive love. So if you feel like you tried everything and nothing works, this is a sign that you need to do the deep emotional work. Plus, I have added a section and a call all on wealth and money so that you can let go of old money beliefs and patterns and code in a new financial blueprint. Yummy. Okay, so this truly covers it all. I'm so excited to see you inside. The link is down below and DM me any questions you have about it on Instagram. And with that, let's get back into the episode. It's like the chicken and the egg. I guess it's kind of the chicken and the egg. Yes, like they each feed off of each other and like, Poor gut health can cause like anxiety and depression, but also those things can then manifest in poor gut health. So it's really important to look at the gut brain access connection when it comes to these things. So you have to approach it from all different angles, especially if you are someone with gut issues that also happens to have anxiety and or depression. Now, what I also want to add on to this is the role of the fight or flight response. So this is your cortisol. We've all had stressful days we're really stressed out and our stomach hurts. And then we eat and then our stomach ballooned up because we're stressed out. That is essentially cortisol running the show. If you are stuck in a fight or flight response, which means you are not in parasympathetic, you are not in rest and digest, cortisol is pumping, you are stressed out, job this, and you haven't released your trauma. And if you think you do not have trauma, please go back and listen to the episode on how everyone has trauma because you not finding your mom in a grocery store for five minutes is trauma. You being laughed at at the table for being afraid of ketchup on your pancakes is trauma. And that's like an example from one of my clients. I like to remember like really sporadic things like that to give you guys examples of like what trauma is, let alone if you have divorced in your family, if dad wasn't around, if mom was around, but also like you can have trauma from dad working too much and you feeling like dad wasn't there or mom being smothering or them putting pressure on you to get good grades or to get into university or make the soccer team or only show me love if you got a great, like I could go on and on about all the trauma, but the problem is with cortisol is that whether it is trauma from when you were five or whether it is your boss, Joe, breathing down your neck about, I don't know, getting some report done. I don't know. I'm not in corporate. Can't you tell? Um, it doesn't matter. It's still jacking your cortisol response. So what you want to do is you want to try to shift yourself into a parasympathetic state, but that's going to be hard to do if you haven't released your trauma yet, because you're carrying all the stuff that's spiking your nervous system response from when you were little. So it's going to take like 
I'm going to tell you, there are no amounts of supplements in the world that can out supplement all of your trauma. I tried. That's what stopped me from healing my gut for so long. I got to a certain point, you know, doing all of the physical stuff and IV therapy and, you know, taking all the supplements and blah, blah, blah. It wasn't until I released my trauma that my gut health and my bloating fully went away. Right. So that's why cortisol is so important. Cortisol will keep you in a fight or flight. We want to do things to mitigate that. We also want to look at, okay, my current life, where is cortisol or where my cortisol being spiked? And do I need to change jobs? Do I need to start looking for something else? Do, are there relationships in my life that are stressing me out that need to change? Do I need to start setting better boundaries? Do I need to stop people pleasing? But oftentimes what I feel like, you know, people are getting bloated because they're people pleasing and they're not setting boundaries, which is spiking their cortisol because they're so exhausted and they're so stressed out because they're not setting boundaries and people pleasing. But why are they not setting boundaries and people pleasing? Because they believe that they need to set boundaries. They believe that they need to people please and not set boundaries in order to be loved. Why? Because something happened in their childhood where they were rejected for either setting boundaries and or not people pleasing. Or they learned that like, if I people please, then I will be loved. And the primal, primal thing that women need is love and connection. So if you feel like love and connection is threatened, if you feel like Sally won't be your friend, if you don't go to a birthday party, if you feel like, you know, if you set a boundary with your mom, then you feel guilt or like you're disappointing her or that she won't love you anymore. Well, then you're not going to do it. And then it's going to stress you out. And then you're going to be bloated and constipated and have shitty gut health, right? So this is what kind of like the work we do in, in Glow One is working through what are all the emotional energetic stuff on top of also the physical stuff that is contributing it. There's also a believe a whole module on gut health that goes a lot deeper into this. So if you're already inside, go watch that module after listening to this episode. But it's very important to start looking at all of these avenues. And what I want to kind of now lead into is all the different emotions that are contributing to your gut health issues. And so you can kind of start to be aware of, okay, where do I maybe need to do the emotional work? Maybe what's contributing? And I'm kind of like planting the seed for you. I'm planting the seeds so that it can start to come up, right? Because emotions are stored in your gut. And how you either do or do not process your emotions fosters physically in your gut. So we're going to go through kind of like your, your whole gut health from stomach all the way to like large intestine and everything like that so that you can understand maybe where you need to start making changes, right? Okay. So the first one is the stomach, which is people, I, this happens all the time. I'm with clients who are like, oh, I've got like stomach issues or stomach pain. I'm like, okay, but where is it happening? And honestly, most of the time it's a small intestine or a large intestine issue. It's not actually a stomach issue. So your stomach is on your left-hand side of your body. And it's like partly right under your limbs, but limbs, ribs, but on that top left-hand side. So if you're having like gut issues or like below your belly button, it's not necessarily a stomach issue, but let's start with the stomach. So stomach is you having needs that cannot be met. It's feeling deprived, angry, and being in constant worry. And that's because in Chinese medicine, the stomach meridian is paired with the spleen. So spleen and stomach, if you are a over worrier and overthinker, this is going to manifest there and cause digestive issues. This is huge. Okay. The next one is your liver. Your liver is your major filtering detoxifying organ. It processes viruses, pathogens, hormones, physical, but it also processes emotional things. It also has a role in processing emotions. It holds a great deal of anger, 
And if you have anger from when you were little or anger from things, and if you tell me you are not angry, the amount of people who told me they're not angry and then I make them do this stuff and like uh, do my modalities and it's like, mm, you were angry. And I know, I always used to say, well, I don't have anger. I'm not angry. Mm, you got to do even more. So liver issues can also look like trouble with your hormones because if your liver isn't working properly it's going to be sluggish and backlog meaning it's not only going to show up in like your gut health when it comes to like constipation and all that it's also going to show up in your estrogen progesterone it's going to show up in whether you have pms that's another sign so you can kind of see how like this episode while we're focused on gut health the things we're talking about start to trickle into your mental health start to trickle into your hormones your hormones trickles into pcos and into fertility and into all the things right so then after the liver, let's touch on the pancreas. The pancreas is there to help you with digestion, right? It secretes things to help you digest it. Don't need to go into the integrated details. But when it's malfunctioning, it is storing intense emotional pain and stopping you from allowing to enjoy your life, which I know sounds like, well, oh, I enjoy my life. But I can't tell you how many people that I talk to or how many clients when we start working together come to me and they they don't enjoy their life. I asked them, this happened one-on-one. And I was like, where do you receive pleasure in your life? Like not through sex, not through sex with your boyfriend. She's like, oh my God, I don't. I was like, wow, this is concerning. There are so many times people don't even realize that they are not feeling the joy. They're not feeling, they're not allowing them, themselves to enjoy or receive pleasure, right? So that's how your pancreas. Then we have our small intestine. Not only this kind of carries on from pancreas, not only will there be a lack of joy, but this small intestine is really where you hold sorrow and sadness. So this can be from divorce. This can be death from a loved one. This can be just sadness from a breakup. This can be from so many things. Anything that's sorrow, sadness, lack of joy, together with indecisiveness. So if you're very someone or you're someone who's indecisive, can't make decisions. It's a sign that we kind of need to work on your small intestine. You got to get, we got some stuff stored in there that we need to release so that you can, well, A, be more decisive, but also have better gut health. And then lastly, we have the large intestine. This is one of the major ones that I work with my clients on. The large intestine means that you can't get let go. You have a lack of self-worth. You're struggling with guilt, constipation. Essentially, you're holding on to a lot of shit. Like literally, if you are struggling with like that lower, people call it the pooch, like the lower abdominal pooch or constipation, this is all in your large intestine. And there's so many times where people either do one of my modalities or they do my letting go meditation and they start like pooping after they haven't before, or like we do a trauma release and then their constipation goes away. Like it's crazy, but like you holding on to physically emotions causes your body to physically tense up and hold on to things, right? So that is kind of like the run of the mill from the physical down to the emotional and energetic stuff that is contributing to your gut health symptoms. Definitely like do a little run through for yourself if you're struggling with your gut health about which one of these things. It's probably more than one. I guarantee it's probably like going to be more than one of these things that are contributing, but really start to look at that so that we can overhaul your gut health so that you don't have to be bloated. You don't have to be constipated or diarrhea or, you know, whatever it is. You get to have amazing gut health. You get to not be bloated. You get to get to feel great, right? So if you want to say goodbye to poor gut health, you guys know that Glow Level 1 is open, or if you prefer, you can hop in to one-on-one. 
basically the difference would be one-on-one. We are doing it one-on-one and in goal level one, we do it in a group. So we're releasing perfectionism, people pleasing, poor boundaries. We learn all about gut health. We eliminate any inflammation and we fix your hormones. We essentially do it all. And I can't tell you how many people, well, actually I can't, like hundreds, it's hundreds and hundreds now have been through, well, it used to be called well-nourished, was through well-nourished, that's now goal level one. Um, and have said goodbye to their bloating when they've tried everything in the past. And one last thing I will say is that the amount of people who've come into my containers who are already gluten-free, dairy-free, vegetable oil-free, and are still bloated all the time, and now they're not, it's because of the emotional work. So if this is you, this is your sign to do the emotional work. We will leave the link for below level one down below. If you have any questions about it, just send me a DM. I really like don't want you to miss out on this round because with baby on the way, I don't know the next time I'm going to, to run it or if it's going to look the same, who knows? Uh, I'm like really some control about what 2023 is going to look like. We're going to become a mom first and navigate it afterwards. So if you've been waiting, if you're one of those people who always say, I'll join next time, I'll join next time. This is like the next time to, to join. And not only is it like well-nourished and goddess activation now combined. So we do all the self-love work, which if you think your self-love and self-worth aren't connected to your physical symptoms. It is self-worth and self-love are connected to acne, eczema, psoriasis, IBS, IBD, constipation, diarrhea, anxiety, depression, fertility, PCOS. I could go on and on pain. I mean, you name it, which is why I kind of put them together so that you get everything that you need. Plus I've added in a little sprinkle of money mindset and wealth work so that you can also raise your money mindset. So that can help more women just have like more money and more abundance mindset. Um, I want to. So we've also added a sprinkle in for that. And yeah. And if you have any questions, let me know. But with that being said, I will see you guys in the next episode.